This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. So I've been speaking to a bunch of people over the course of the last couple of weeks, and it got me thinking about ingredients. What people are made of. Think about what you're made of. What are your ingredients? Do you have some courage in there, some humor, some strength, some practicality? What are the things that make you, you? I was invited to talk to Tay Fisher, a former Harlem Globetrotter who is now being honored for the charity work he does here in New York. Listen in and see what ingredients you hear in Tay. My journey with the Harlem Globetrotters is pretty unique. You know, I I got drafted by the Harlem Globetrotters in 2008 when I graduated from Siena College. And then I did not make the team, which many people don't know about. But then I ended up getting another chance in 2009 uh, because they didn't have enough roster space. And all of a sudden, I made sure that if they gave me that other chance again, then they were going to take me. And um, I was more prepared. I was ready. I needed something like that to happen. And then 10 years later, you know, I played on the team and been to 75 countries and enjoyed myself and did something that many people weren't able to do. And I'm happy that um, I was a part of that. And now you have basketball camps. Tell us about that. Uh, Yeah, so my basketball camp started when I was 18 years old. So as soon as I graduated from high school, um, I started noticing that I was being a role model and kids were looking up to me. And I wanted to see what I can do to kind of keep that going while still having that love for teaching and being around kids. And I started with my basketball camp. I was young, but the thing that I love about it is I started it from scratch. I had an idea as a young kid to do something special for my community. And 18 years later, it's still going strong. I love it. It's always good whenever you have something that you started from nothing that grows into something great. I have great people behind me and uh, that one idea of having a camp grow into so many different programs for kids and for parents and for myself that I'm happy that I'm able to say I can just do throughout the year to keep a smile on kids' faces. Tell us about your community. I love my community. My community was my first family. Uh, Obviously, I got great parents and I have some great siblings, but the community is what kept me together. And when I say the community, I mean places like the Boys and Girls Club that I went to when I was younger, because everybody has family problems. Everybody has issues within the family. There's no perfect family when it goes to your household. But when you leave your house, you have to have somewhere else to go, another outlet. And whether that's school or the Boys and Girls Club or the YMCA or just a friend's house, you have to have somewhere to go. And I'm happy that it started at the club and I was able to have people who I trusted, who I respected, and I was happy to be around. And then, you know, uh, it just blossomed into something that was special. So now I'm able to go back home and see those kids and my family stronger than ever. I have my own family now. So I'm just surrounded by a community. I'm surrounded by people helping each other. I'm surrounded by a family. And I think that that's awesome to be able to say. And now you're going to be honored by the community foundations of the Hudson Valley. How does that feel? Uh, That feels great. After doing all of this stuff for so many years, to be honored, to be able to meet Kevin and for him to reach out to me and to say that people have spoke highly of me, I think that's pretty awesome because sometimes you think people aren't watching and people aren't 
um, looking at you and, and listening. And I don't ever do this for clout. That's not who I am. I do it because I love what I do. And uh, as globe charters, people always see what we do on the court, but they don't see the off the court things that we do when we go visit hospitals and schools and do so many amazing advanced ambassador work. But as Tay Fisher, I was doing that before I was a globe charter. So that made the connection so unique and it made it so powerful that I was in the right position to be a Harlem globe charter. So I, my idea right now is to, even though I'm not playing anymore and I retired, I have to continue that legacy and continue that going. And to me, that's a true definition of a Harlem globe charter. How about kids? Any budding athletes in your house? I have a three-year-old, so he's <laughs> not. Uh, right now, he's still just being him. And having fun and uh, I mean he's one of the reasons why I retired so I was able to just do my my own thing I was able to enjoy my life on the road without feeling like I was letting my family down or or missing my my son's first steps or any of those things that athletes is one of the sacrifices of being an athlete when you're on the road so I took my time I've been with my wife for probably 13 14 years now as she was someone I met at Siena we have a three-year-old son right now who I'm very happy and very blessed and thankful to have especially during this pandemic because he kept us smiling he kept us going it's always good to be around someone like that who has a great personality and I know he's going to do great and I'm just going to teach him everything that I know in hopes that he's better than me and that's my goal not only for my son but for all of the kids in the community is that I have all of this knowledge that I'm going to teach you and the goal is for you to be better and to learn and to take what I'm teaching you and do what's best for you but create the best version of yourself anything else our listeners need to know no i think that you covered everything if i say too much then they won't be excited to see me i don't know (laughs) you know but i'm I'm really thankful i'm happy i can't wait i don't get honored for much i mean word of mouth people talking that's that's always great um but i don't need to be honored but it feels good and i'm happy to be around so many great people on that day in hopes that this can just continue to grow into something better and as a community they can help me with the goals and the ideas that I have in mind as well so then we can do this together and you can only get so far when you do it by yourself so I'm happy for this opportunity That's Tay Fisher. He's going to be honored by the Community Foundations of the Hudson Valley at a garden party at Boscobel and Cold Spring on September 18th. CommunityFoundationsHV.org I heard from Tay, Joy in what he does, persistence, self-care, give back, loyalty, humility, for sure. And, I don't know, something I'd call fire. You know, there's a lot of energy behind Tay Fisher. Hi, it's Casey. You're listening to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show. Today, we're talking about ingredients. What makes you you And are there any ingredients you'd like to add to the mix, or maybe some you'd like to remove? Up next, two people filled with the ingredients of kindness, hard work, beauty, and cooperation. The father and daughter singing duo, Matt and Savannah. They didn't set out to be a hit singing sensation. Savannah was feeling a bit creative and a bit shy, and she asked Dad for some support. Well, that worked out okay. It's actually a super funny story. We started singing together at the start of COVID, 
And I was in a children's choir at the time, and of course their practices got canceled. And I just wanted a good way to still be able to share music with them. So I started my very first social media account, but being the reserved person I was, I was a little bit too nervous to post a song by myself. So I pulled my dad in from the backyard and I said, hey, I'm filming a song for my friends do you want to be a part of it? And, you know, he agreed. So that's when we filmed and recorded the prayer. And I posted it to Instagram. We posted it to Facebook as well, just to share with, you know, friends and family. And that's where it picked up. We didn't intend for it to go past just friends. And that's the crazy thing is I don't know how to manipulate like the privacy settings on Facebook. So I, it's almost accidentally went public and it It really was an accident. Yeah. And it blew up and now we get to do this full time. Yeah. I don't think it's an accident. I think, you know, higher powers knew that we needed some bright light in the world and they made it happen. That's (laughs) what I think. Uh, I like that. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. It just feels like it couldn't have been coincidence. And, you know, we love it. We love using music to share hope and spread joy. And it's just been a blast. We're happy it happened. Yeah, so are we. Now, did you guys, obviously, you like sang around the house before this, right? Oh, yeah, all the time. We did, but I mean, never together. together. But That's the crazy thing is, is we both sang, but just like hobby singers, right? Just for fun. And it wasn't until that video of the prayer that we sang together. That was the first time we sang together. I I can't believe we didn't sing together before that, but we just didn't for whatever reason. Now we do all the time, but that was the first time we did it together. And you know what cracks me up? You went right for the top of the list. You're like, oh, let's sing The Prayer by Andrew (laughs) Hippocalli. I know. That's not like a beginner song. (laughs) You aimed high and you nailed it. So now life has taken a turn. Tell me about the changes it's made in your world. I think that our worlds have changed in every way possible, actually. It's been so rewarding for both of us being able to help others. You know, I think service gives us a real, you know, purpose super fulfilling so we've loved it it's also made us very busy (laughs) you know especially my dad he's had to learn how to manage his time but you know we like being busy so better busy than bored that's what i always say but it's given us a platform that some amazing opportunities have have come our way we've met some incredible people and um, just being able to to use music and to share your hearts through music is an amazing opportunity but it's also hard work and you're putting so much effort into it and your father and daughter are we growing closer or are we having some spats from time to time <laughs> <laughs> great question i mean uh, we, we're both? definitely yeah i think i think both is a good answer what i love is that savannah has an opinion she's involved you know, she makes decisions and she's ambitious and hardworking and also super kind. And, and so, you know, we, we definitely have differences of opinion just being two individuals. You know, we work really well together. We've had a few bumps in the road. I think that's natural. But we, but Savannah's such a, a, I think anyone who knows Savannah will tell you that she is a very agreeable, kind, oh. easy to work with. <laughs> But I also love that she has an opinion and she has her own her own mind made up at times. And it's turned out to be wonderful for us. Thanks. I think also that because we are business partners, but also a father and daughter, we almost have like two different sides of 
us. It's kind of like a Hannah Montana situation where she's like Miley Cyrus by day, Hannah Montana by night, you know, mm. where, you know, there, there are two different versions of us that we we put on for different things. Meaning like business mode and yeah, family mode? Yeah, business mode and family mode. Yeah. Right. I get <laughs> so. it. I get it. That's a great analogy. So, Savannah, this, this kind and agreeable and wonderful side of you that your father talks about, I'm just wondering, did you get that from your mom or your dad? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say both of them. You know, they're a great, great team. I always say that when I have kids, I do not want to change anything about their parenting style. Like, I just want to parent my kids the exact same way because the way that I was raised I just think that they really helped me become the person that I am today and uh, yeah they're just they're just both so great that so. is such high praise for a parent to hear Matt that she loves the way that she grew up and she's going to follow that same formula what made you Matt parent the way you do Oh, I was just going to tell Savannah her allowance just went up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I come from, from good parents and grandparents. We just, you know, your kids just come the way they are, I feel like, and we just have good kids. So I don't know how much praise I can take for that, um, to be honest with you. I just feel like we've got really good, well-adjusted kids. I also and think that you and mom, just like the the two personalities, complement each other so Yeah, well. we're a little getting you. So, so that really does create a good parenting I, style. I'm more of the free-thinking, fun, not that she's not fun, but... <laughs> I'm the more fun one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just funner. I don't know. <laughs> I think that, but Brooke is the one who keeps the wheels on the bus. She's the glue that holds it all together. Brooke is my wife and Savannah's mom. And I, I think that we, we do make a good pair. But the, the music couldn't happen without her. I'll, I'll just say that. like it, We could not do what we do without Brooke holding the family together through all the crazy adventures we go on. And so it just works for us. We make it a family affair. Our, our music and, and all the adventures and opportunities, it's all a family affair. But it's fun because the fans have gotten to know the family. And we love that. We right. love that. The kids get to take a part in it. Is everybody going to sing eventually? Or has everyone sung yet? Uh, My little sister sings a little bit. She says that she doesn't want to take voice lessons right now. But, you know, she's only eight, so that's okay. I started when I was 13. But she does have a cute little voice. Yeah, she sang on our Christmas album. The song's called Where Are You Christmas? That features Penny Jean, who's the youngest in the family. Yeah, and then another video we did, Tonight You Belong to Me. Easton plays the ukulele on that one. And then uh, Eric, my other brother, he's uh, like a little comedian. Yeah. He's done the Napoleon Dynamite dance at some intermission. <laughs> some shows. Yeah, the full dance. He comes yeah, oh there. yeah, like dresses up and everything. So the whole family is definitely very involved. Let's go back to 2020 when you said, hey, Dad, you want to sing a song? COVID has changed so many lives in so many ways, and now mm -hmm. you're talking talking about your fans you know in such a short period of time you went from too shy to put a song out on your own to now talking about fans how are you balancing this skyrocketing career well first off i was so uncomfortable with that word for a long time i think i still am 
fans, just saying that we have fans. It, it felt so weird to me. And so I couldn't even say it for a while. I, I just said friends. And I, <laughs> yeah. just because it felt weird, I couldn't believe that we had fans um, of our music. But I've grown more comfortable with that now. And just so grateful for everyone who takes part in our music and supports us and listens to the music or watches the videos. It is an, an amazing experience and opportunity that we've had. But fans is something that I've had to get I've had to get used to. It's kind of a weird thing because it happened so sudden. Mm-hmm. It was like we blinked and all of a sudden people are like stopping us at the grocery store <laughs> saying, oh, I saw your video. <laughs> or like I was still on, yeah, it was like right, right as, um, you know, the world was shutting down. So I think I went to one more day of high school and I, I show up to some of my classes and my teachers were like, oh my gosh, I saw you on Facebook. Wow. Yeah, I you know what you sang. They don't know wow. that you sing. You don't even talk. So. We, we really have the best fans ever. Like they are a group of very kind, very supportive. We hardly ever have negativity in our circles and on social media, which I feel like is very rare because it seems like oftentimes it can get very negative and divisive. But our fans are just wonderful. We couldn't be more lucky to get the fans that, that we have. They're amazing people. Matt and Savannah, here's the prayer.
Savannah, so beautiful. Find them in Rochester this year in December and follow them on YouTube. You can hear their beauty and kindness and humility and cooperation. And maybe when you get a minute, you'll sit down and write about the ingredients that make you, you. Take a look at the recipe, see if it needs a little tweaking. Maybe sometime in the coming days, you'll sit down for a minute and write out the ingredients that make you, you. Maybe you'll see if those ingredients need a little tweaking. But all of those things work together to create your world, to create your life. I'm going to work on my ingredients list, too. And I'm going to put that on the list as one of the activities we do at our next in-person weekend retreat. And that will be February President's Weekend at the Mariandale Retreat Center in Ossining. Find out more at caseysplace.com and mariandale.org. We'll also have the Shine On Weekend Retreat for New Year's Eve weekend, too. That's just on Zoom. And we do it that way so everybody can get their family celebrations in and still get a little fresh start for the new year. I know, right? It sounds crazy to be talking about the new year, but look at this. You know, we're approaching month nine on the calendar. So yeah, I'm planning ahead. Oh, by the way, the Let It Shine Again thrift store is going to have new fall hours. I'll be announcing that soon at letitshineonline.com. The Graymore Friars of the Atonement giving Let It Shine the Community Award at their Sharing Hope Dinner coming up at the end of September. We're very happy about that. Thank you, Friars. Sundays at the Market on the River in September and October, we're calling all healers, massage therapists, reflexologists, Reiki, Tai Chi, cranial sacral workers. Come to the Market on the River, set up your table, and offer your healing art. September 4th, Beryl Hay will be at the market to give a talk on hand yoga or mudras. September 11th, Laura Aversano will be there talking about the healing vibrations of plants. Also on September 11th, Amy Kaufman will be offering Reiki. And we've got a great big park and plenty of room for plenty of others. So reach out Casey at caseysplace.com. I'm going to work on my ingredients list and you work on yours. And when I see you, we'll talk about it. Right now, we're going to talk about the thought for the day. And it's from Richard Branson, who said, Fun is one of the most important and underrated ingredients in any successful venture. So if you're not having fun, then it's probably time to call it quits and try something else. Hmm. Shine on. 
You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on. Shine On.